0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino & Rich Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local
1: station for Covino & Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching
0: FSR. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? What's up, Saga? Monday. Monday. Fun day. Having a super fun time. Yeah! With CNR on FSR, I hope you had a nice weekend. A Jake Paul, Jose Ramirez sort of weekend. We're getting hyped. Not a U.S. women's <laughs> soccer team, oh. Tim Anderson sort of weekend. Bump, bump, bang, I hope you had a Leland Henry sort of weekend. You know who that is? Leland Henry. Leland Henry. Oh, the politician? Oh, close, but no. no. <laughs> that 12-year-old beast of Don... That's playing for the baseball world cup, the USA youth team. Oh my god, he looks like Frank Thomas and he's twelve. I thought Big Poppy was on that team. Anyway, let's be rocking out CNR, Let's go. Leland Henry, twelve years old, two hundred and ten pounds, five foot ten, hitting monster man bombs, four hundred and fifty feet. I think the USA team I'm Gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> man bombs. <laughs> monster man bombs. Why? What do you know about monster man bombs?
1: So, I see this kid hitting bombs, and... I think we all know one kid that matured a little
0: early. This kid on a different level. Yeah, I thought it was uh, Frank Thomas out there. But I believe they won over the weekend like 45 to 1 or something ridiculous. Their squad is stacked. But hope you enjoyed yourself. Let's have a great week. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And you got to get insurance, right? So why not
1: hang with our friends at Progressive? Makes bundling easy and affordable. Multi-policy discounts available. uh, Motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. Homeowners, car insurance, all in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. And now it's time to welcome
0: the guy who had the best weekend of all. (laughs) Better than everybody. Hey. Hey, Jake Paul's here? No, no, no. Oh. Let's congratulate the brand hey. new dad, Danny G, hey. everybody. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Woo. Danny that was G. a pretty amazing experience. I would like to do it five more times.
0: Wow. Oh. Um,
2: unless I wouldn't. Oh. Well, get to work. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Should I call you dad now? or not? We no, call him daddy?
1: congratulating
0: Danny G's wife a little more than him?
1: I
3: mean, she's not here, but congrats God, to her, yes, too. Yes. But her Danny feet. made
0: it in today. I don't know if he's really dedicated to, to the show or just needed a break already, but either
2: oh. way. No, no. I'm so dedicated that I came up with five really good categories for our new sports trivia game. Nice. Last one standing. Good we'll way. be
0: playing today. Danny G's your host. And again, congratulations Proud papa of a beautiful baby boy. A big boy, by the way. Yeah. As you said the other day, that's like a D1 kid already. Yeah, he came out. He has a mustache, this kid. (laughs) He's all grown already. And, of course, we got DJ Ramos. Hey, Ramos. Hola, America. You know what, Ramos? My one complaint about this studio, my one complaint, we're in the brand new Fox Sports Radio studios. They're beautiful. We've been here for a few months now. I can't see Ramos. Ramos. All I see is a reflection. I barely <laughs> see of you. yourself. Yeah, I, I know. I'm like, is it Ramos? <laughs> well, there's
1: multiple glass windows <laughs> yeah. between us, so he sort of he looks like a ghost. <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's not
0: a full Ramos, like as if he was a ghost. He's in my my line of vision. I just can't see him with the reflection. And of course, Monty's on your updates. Yo! Hola, Monty.
3: Hello.
0: Monty, have a good weekend. Any good stories?
3: Uh, oh. no. Oh, oh, wow. No, that's, I don't have any good stories. Ooh, I didn't watch that stupid fight. Yeah, but your yeah. pause was
0: really juicy. No,
3: no yeah. I, I was thinking. I, I just, honestly, guys, I don't remember what I did yesterday. In the last 48 hours, that's I decided p- to go to Taylor Swift. So that's all I care about. You know uh, what I'm saying? I I, I, I worked. I know I, nothing.
0: Wait, you went or you're going?
3: I'm going today. Going oh, today. Why oh, yeah. do you think Rich is so, so jealous? So I'm going to run. I'm not even going to finish the show. I'm just going to disappear. <laughs> that's
0: fine. <laughs> I get it. It's the hottest ticket If going. you look
3: up and I'm not here, I've already left to go see Tay-Tay. So before we... Haters play games,
0: hate. Before we yeah. uh, sing along to Taylor Swift, <laughs> why do you call the fight a stupid fight? It was a fun oh fight. You're right. It has no meaning behind it.
3: But don't get... I just went on this rant. It, what, what do you mean there's no meaning behind it? Jake like, Paul is taking this so matters, seriously. But it
0: doesn't matter in the big picture but, of, of boxing.
3: Okay, but to him it matters. Craig, Conor McGregor and him got into it yesterday on Twitter. Did you see that? I did. It's been deleted. So it's like, obviously... He's taking this seriously, and I just don't think, like, it's like, you're not fighting anybody that I should be impressed with who you're fighting. Well, I respect that he's
0: taking the sport serious, but you got to keep it in perspective. He's only three years into the game, so he's taking whatever fights he can get. Look at it this way. I'm not trying to change your mind, Monsi, oh, but you're not going to- Fox Sports Radio Nation, look at it this way. Even the great Julio Cesar Chavez, or Canelo, or Pacquiao, they fought tomato cans along the way. Jake Paul is just fighting bigger name
3: tomato cans. Who are UFC fighters. Who's yeah, never still.
0: boxed. But,
1: but I bet you Nate Diaz could beat some bum boxer that, let's say, Pacquiao beat along the way. Remember when some guy, Monty is like, oh, Pacquiao's 58 and 8 in his career. Of those 50, I'm just making that first Not 20 you wanna, were probably a bunch yeah. of nobodies. Look up Pacquiao's exact record, because I think it is something like that. You can only imagine the first 20 were to sort of just make a name for himself that, like, guys that had no business even
0: fighting. So, true, Jake Paul... Is going to beat the non-boxer, Nate Diaz. And what did we learn? We learned that Nate Diaz is a tough, tough, tough fighter. We already knew that, but he's just not a good boxer, so... Jake Paul had his way with him, but Nate Diaz showed how tough he was, took Jake Paul into the deep waters, really pushed him and made it an exciting fight. fight, I thought that fight was going to be over in two rounds. After the first round, you're like, oh man, Nate Diaz stinks. And then you just saw that this guy could take a hit. Yeah, he's a vato loco forever. He takes (laughs) knees to the head. So he took some punches and made it exciting. I enjoyed it. So yeah, it doesn't matter. And yeah, it's kind of stupid, but it's still fun. I don't
3: see the fun when you are fighting retired older guys from a different sport, essentially. Didn't Nate Diaz have to gain weight also? Like, it, it's just all of these things in favor of Jake Paul.
0: Wait, is Monty wearing her grumpy pants today?
3: Yay! <laughs> Mina, I'm just kidding. I'm just going to leave right now to Taylor Swift. Let's go. Gonna... <laughs> no.
1: I
0: thought you were going to right like, be wearing like, like sequence Taylor Swift
1: shorts. Oh, yeah. but... I'm not going to
3: wear what I'm wearing to Taylor Swift right now. No, no. look, I get it.
0: And there's a lot of people that feel the same way you do, so I'm glad you're expressing that. But look, I look at it this way I watched a praying mantis fight an ant this week.
3: Right. Was and... that free?
0: Yeah, it was on YouTube. I saw Perfect. it. I enjoyed <laughs> oh, it thoroughly. I'll watch any fight. Right. Did so you pay for this fight? Jake Paul? Yeah. I did.
3: Okay. That's what I don't understand. I, look,
0: I'm, I'm chilling solo on a Saturday night. I look full fo- I salivate at the thought of, oh, there's going to be a fun fight tonight. And the fact that Nate Diaz took it to distance, that was a bonus. I thought it was fun. And that's all it really is. And the fact that Jake Paul's bringing so many new eyes to a sport that people said was dying, to me, that's a win. To me, that matters. Okay. And by the way, what is Pacquiao's career record? 62-8-2. Uh, 62-8. 39 eight. knockouts. Three knockout losses.
1: So, 62-8. and eight. To back up Covino's point, of those 62 wins by many Pac-Man Pacquiao. <laughs> pretty good impression, right? The Pacquiao. Buffer likes to say it a little funny. Of those 62 wins, tw- at least 20 of them are against Guys that never stood a chance. And then you Bumps. get to a you get to a point where you start fighting real fighters. Like even look at Rocky Bo. He was fighting Spider Rico in the basement of a church. I know that's Spider fictional. Rico. But when you see a guy and it's like, oh, he's eighteen and 0, probably ten of those eighteen fights were in the basement of a church. <laughs> like yeah. they like they, they are. Been
0: tested yet. You
1: know, it's you know, you Kavino, when you lived in New York, how often At the theater at Madison Square Garden was like a little boxing night. That's where those guys are fighting nobody. It's just getting
0: those wins under their belt. For me, it's just fun. Yeah. Because I'll watch any fight. But the question here, Fox Sports Radio, before we talk about the AFC West, I know Rich wants to talk some football. Yeah, of course. Before we play our game, because Danny G came all the way here from the hospital, played his game with us.
1: The new dad. How many times did you start to doze off, and that's when the nurse came in to wake you up?
2: Dad, <laughs> Probably five or six times. That's
1: the word, Ramo. Yeah. You pointed at, that out the other day. I was listening to our replay, and my goodness, that was your best point. <laughs> when, you, when you have a when you are a new you know when you have a newborn, the mom and the, the husband who's sitting yeah. on the couch sleeping. Every hour on the hour, a nurse wakes you up.
3: I always tell Scott Shapiro, our our boss up here, as I say, don't ever worry about my sports takes,
2: Scott. Just my takes on how to be a dad. See, that's what I'm.
1: Ramos, it's
0: it's what you you know. I love your dad takes. I love your dad takes too. Um, so before we get to all that, the question Fox Sports Radio is: What was the better fight this weekend? I know Moncy's answer. She has no patience for Jake Paul, Nate Diaz. So was it Jake Paul, Nate Diaz, or Tim Anderson? And Jose Ramirez, because anytime the bench is clear, it's exciting. But it's a one it's one of two things. They're doing some weak ass like Michael Jackson beat it dance where they're not really fighting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just a, a bunch of pushing and shoving. Or you get something that happened this weekend and you're like, yes. Yeah. Most of the time you get hold
2: me back, hold me back. No,
0: right. this was a I don't I can't tell you. The last
1: time I saw a baseball player dropped their glove and put up their dukes like a 1930s fighter. Like, hey, put them up, put
0: em up. Nah, Look well, it, was, Tim Anderson looked cooler than a like I, Tim fighting Anderson, Irishman. Tim Anderson he looked, looked like, like he was ready to go. That's <sighs> what makes it great. Like like the, the Cowardly Anderson. Lion. He, I was spot. You took the words out Boom. of my mouth. He had the Cowardly Lion stance. No. Like, put him up, put him up. He took the wrong stance. I'll give you that. What did like, you have
3: to hit my nose for? He
0: looked like he had some swag about it. Like, he was confident in his fighting ability. For two seconds. Right. Before he got knocked down. Not knocked out. He got almost knocked, knocked out.
3: Out. <laughs> it was no, kind of like he, a
0: standing eight.
3: No, he got knocked out. He did not fall in the direction of the punch. He fell Back. He did not fall with the punch. Now,
0: Mike, who runs this place, makes an interesting point. Okay. Before the show started, he said, let's be real about it, though. Jose Ramirez sort of landed a lucky punch. Oh, yeah. Regardless, he landed. I mean, he hit the button. He hit him right on the button, just throwing some wild haymakers, landed, and you're like, ooh, because Tim Anderson's ah. the kind of guy that talks a lot of smack. He's overly confident. He's the next Jackie Robinson, according to him. Yeah, he was putting but his But don't call him bad. that because he's going to get mad. Oh, yeah. Down goes Anderson. What got you fired up more? What are your takeaways? Because as of today, the suspensions are out. And the trash talking continues. Do
1: you have the call... Of the one announcer that sounded like he was putting his audition tape in for boxing. So good. Give him an Emmy. He sounded like (laughs) Moro (laughs) Ronaldo.
0: He needed to call the fight this weekend. If you can can find that, Ramos, the call... He did his best co-sell with the Down Goes Frazier. He does the Down Goes Anderson. It was fantastic. Well, what was the better fight? Was it Nate Diaz, Jake Paul, or was it Tim
1: Anderson, Jose Ramirez? Now... Take a listen to this call. This is fantastic. And
0: another hustle double. Right over the bag at first. Now Hosey and Anderson square off. They're fighting. They're swinging. Down goes Anderson. Down goes
2: Anderson. That's the call of the year. I love it. Ramirez went in with a head-first slide. He never gets upset about anything. They came up chewing. Anderson squared off. Posey
0: decked him. It's a 5-1 Chicago is. lead. But every- a lot of people are a little hesitant, hesitant to say how much they appreciated this fight. Francona, obviously. Terry
1: Francona straight up was like, "I don't want to say I loved it," but he was like, "But I loved it." Yeah, right? he's like, "I don't."
0: Basically, I don't want to condone it, but, but I, I was freaking great. loved this. You know, even Dan Patrick this morning, I heard him talking about it. You know, there's there's a feeling of, yeah, I know it's wrong. Well,
1: I'm not gonna fake
0: it, but, but I man, freaking it's so loved great. It. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. Too. In fact,
1: it made me think. If off the top of your head, you don't know, you don't need to do a Mount Rushmore or some big list, but if I said. Your, the few favorite baseball fights that come to mind. That's top three. I, easy. I was, Top three? Oh, yeah. easy.
2: Robin yeah. Ventura. All
1: right, Ventura. And because by they the way, rarely land clean the way yes. they land. The yeah. story we, behind the Robin Ventura-Nolan Ryan fight, which arguably is one of the best ever, if not number one, the story behind it makes it even more compelling. If you watch Facing Nolan, the documentary about the great Nolan Ryan, Sorry, I was busy
0: watching the Wham! documentary this weekend. I know. Which was fantastic,
1: Watching you and Dan Byer talk about your mutual (laughs) love of Wham! is weird. (laughs) Well, I
0: didn't realize how much I loved Wham! (laughs) Until I saw... I watched a documentary on anything. So, So it was great. If you haven't seen Facing Nolan, then you should be embarrassed. I have. It was fantastic. His wife
1: is so supportive. But Nolan, Nolan Ryan, what I thought was interesting about that fight was that when you watch the documentary, you learn why both of those guys went at it. Now, let me take it from the Robin Ventura standpoint. He was a young dude on the White Sox at the time and was told, yo, if Nolan Ryan hits anyone on this team, you're charging the mound. That's why you could see Robin Ventura like, oh, damn it, I don't want to do this. Like, he didn't want to charge Nolan Ryan, but when you're the young kid on the team and they're like, hey, we're not taking any BS from the Rangers. If Nolan Ryan hits you...
0: You're going at him. So you could see Robin Ventura was like reluctant. Like It doesn't gonna, even seem to be in Robin Ventura's nature or character like to, a calm charge dude. The, yeah, to charge the mound on an old, old Texan like Nolan Ryan who had his way with him and really embarrassed him. Like that's the thing. This stuff never goes away. You know, this lasts forever. And there's a curse, there's a bit of a, a confidence bust when it happens because. Think about your number two. I know you're number two. The flip side. The reason Ventura fights, they tell
1: him, next guy hit, you, I don't care if it's Nolan Ryan, you're going. So that's why you could see in that old clip where Robin Ventura, at a character, just goes at him. And you can see he wasn't even going full force at Nolan Ryan. Like, I gotta do this. Uh-huh. Nolan Ryan, in his documentary Facing Nolan, talks about how early in his career, someone charged the mound. And Nolan took the approach of, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let my guys get in between us. I don't want to be throwing punches, even though I'm a tough guy. And he said, if it ever happened again, he was not going to be the recipient. He was going to be the aggressor. So Nolan Ryan, on his side of things, was like, I've this has happened to me once. If it ever happens again and someone charges me, I'm going to beat their ass. And he So did. that was the perfect formula of Nolan Ryan. And
0: nobody ever forgets it, much like... Number Joey Bats the the number two if not number one story of all time where Roof Nettle door just blasts him and at that time you know Joey Bats was doing bat flips and he just seemed like such a like a confident and and, and unstoppable force in the MLB so when little roof Nettle door clocked him like that you're like oh man and I don't think Joey Bats was ever the same. You know, some people get knocked down and it just crushes them. You see it in, in fights, in sports, in boxing. It's they never uh, the same. As I said, and can't hardly wait. Why you got to steal my flavor? I feel like from that moment on, Joey Bats was missing a little something. Yeah, for real. Now, if you missed Terry Francona talking about it, here's what he had to say.
4: But, you know, again, it's not funny. But. But.
0: But. But. but.
4: Boys will be boys.
0: <laughs> but. And it's true, you know, Uh, but there's a lot of like, yeah, it's sort of uh, messed up what happened, but man, that was awesome. Especially since a lot of people don't like how Tim Anderson talks such a big game and the suspensions came out rich. And it's kind of interesting because I mean, do I even have this right? Jose Ramirez got three games. And Tim Anderson got six games. I guess because Tim Anderson was the one that threw his glove down and started it.
3: He clearly started it.
0: Yeah, because he provoked it and got the weaker end of it. He he got the higher suspension.
3: and he ended it.
0: Yeah. Isn't that hilarious? Because you would think because he ended up on his ass and being carried off the field, uh, maybe he'd get some sympathy here. But he got six games. So clearly, we're talking about some of the best fights ever. Odor,
1: Joey Betts. Tim Anderson getting knocked the f out by Ramirez. Robin Ventura getting a knuckle sandwich from Nolan Ryan. Yeah,
0: pounding his head. Headlock it's like a, style. Three Stooges. He like sort of was uh, fight. like the was nasty like, boys I, in wrestling. I, I saw Mo uh, beat up Larry like that. I have. <laughs> I, have well, I wanna right. You can I, see it. Right? I have. I have. They <laughs> poke him in the eyes. Uh, <laughs> <in> the <laughs> eyes. I have three others that come to mind. If you have any, please chime in. Well, I'll I, tell you who's not on uh, Monty's list. Jake Paul and Nate Diaz.
3: Not even a little bit. No,
0: not even a tiny bit. I have three other
1: baseball moments where I thought they were so, I thought they were such badass moments. When we were kids, when we were kids, there's one moment. Oh, I know. When you were playing Bases
0: Loaded, because it had a great fight scene. Oh,
1: it did have a great fight scene. But I have a top three that we didn't even mention yet. Oh, nice. So they're mixed in with the Ventura. Oh, wait a second. Mix That's in a
0: major tease. Mixed in with the Odor. So if you're saying you have a top three and it's not Roof Ned, Joey there, Bats, There's three others that come to mind. It's not Tim Anderson, Ramirez. It's not Nolan Ryan Ventura. There's I am others. so pumped to see what right. these other three we'll, are. We'll talk some more fights in sports.
1: Uh, later on, we're going to break down the AFC West. What quarterback is under the next, uh, you know, what quarterback is under the most pressure? Billy Joel style? David Bowie style, under pressure. Who's under the most pressure? We'll talk AFC QBs coming up. Plus, we'll play our new game, Last One Standing. So that's all next right here. Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Now,
0: guys, we have to tell you all about BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. If you're going through anything, you need someone to talk to. Man, I've been through some stuff. Man, I went through a divorce. It was Les Miserables, and after a while, your friends are like, "All right, dude, I'm sort of sick of hearing it." Or how many pals do you got that you ask them, "Hey, man, how you doing?" And they always say, "I'm fine," or "I'm probably not fine." You never really know. So maybe you suggest better help. Yeah, uh, sometimes you're at a crossroads in life. You
1: don't know what path to take. You're thinking about a career change. You got some relationship stuff going on, uh, whatever it is. It can therapy. be big or small. Yeah. If it matters to you, it's better to talk
0: to somebody You, you see about those
1: it. memes all the time. It's like every time someone's asking a dad, like, what's wrong? Dads always are inclined to be like, I'm good. I'm fine. But you know, when you're not fine, sometimes you got to talk to someone. And therapy can help map out your future and trust yourself to find the way
0: forward. Especially if you're going through some relationship struggles. It could be at work. It could be with your wife or girlfriend or whatever. You know, if you feel like your relationship needs a little TLC and you need that someone to lean on, BetterHelp.com slash CR show. Today, you get 10% off your first month. And again, don't be, uh, you know, don't think you're above talking to someone about
1: the stuff going on in your life. There's a lot of pressure for men and women Think being about being a provider. Being a dad, being a mom, balancing work life, home life. Whatever keeps you up at night. (laughs) That's a great question. What keeps you up at night? Well, hey, betterhelp.com slash CR show. 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash CR show.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on comeback stories on the iHeartRadio
2: app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers.
0: Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is where I learned to fight from the Beat It video.
2: Down goes Frazier!
0: I learned to fight from watching West Side Story. Dancing around. Some good fights this weekend though. Good. I didn't say great, but some good fights this weekend. <laughs> I enjoyed Jake Paul, Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz made it fun.
2: Is that when they used to tie your hands together? Right. That's what happened in the It video. They tied their hands together. Ah, and then they, they just going, danced around. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> I Ramos.
1: I I have a classic story where I okay. saw two guys fighting at like a deli in new york but neither one had someone to hold them back and you realize your instinct is that you'll give up because someone will hold you back and it was funny watching these two guys like well i uh well i ought to because every fight what happens immediately one of someone's someone's boy jumps in like yo yo guys 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 if no one's there to jump in and say guys 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 and pull their boy back it's two people that are like sort of bumping chests because they really don't want to fight most of the time unless of course you're in a rumble
0: fighting the socias or something. <laughs> or were cool like you that, that guy on that viral video where
1: he's punching Yeah, I love the video. I know it's a couple weeks old now, but the guy punching the window in of the car that got oh, yeah. that went viral. Yeah. People yeah, were making yeah. beats to
0: it like So aside <laughs> from the mega fight this weekend, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz. Better fight Tim Anderson Ramirez. Was Tim Anderson Ramirez the better fight. Look, this could be a reputation killer. Some people don't recover from this sort of embarrassment. And Tim Anderson's going crazy on social media, sending all these cryptic tweets out. That's the update. The update is suspensions were given, six games for Tim Anderson, three games for Jose Ramirez. And now Tim Anderson's saying, yo, I'll catch up with you later. (laughs) You know, keep kicking me when I'm down. Like he's just throwing all these cryptic tweets out there. And then Jose Ramirez is saying he's trying to apologize. But Tim Anderson keeps ghosting him. And that he was just fed up with him at that moment. You know, he's always talking trash. He didn't like how he slap-tagged him, even though the tag wasn't aggressive really at all. Yeah. Tim Anderson got the worst of of this fight. He got knocked down. He got embarrassed. They had to carry him off the field. So Although It looked a little... He looked a little like a, a limp body as they were
1: carrying him. Oh, totally. He looked like a guy that's like, you You know when your buddy's drunk at the bar and you're carrying him away? And he's like, oh, he's fine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Tim Anderson oh,
1: had,
0: let
2: me get out of um, here. You're, no. you're,
0: you're
1: good, buddy. You're, you're fine, Tim. You're all right. You had enough. Now, before we go to Monsi's update, I said I had a few honorable mentions, a few big ones that... I thought of my favorite one, too. You could throw them right up there with Nolan Ryan, Robin Ventura. You could throw it up there with Odor, Joey Bass, and of course, this past weekend, Tim Anderson, Jose Ramirez... I have four more that you're you're all gonna remember. One of the fights between the Knicks and the Heat, where I'm just picturing Van Gundy. Oh, it's classic,
0: classic, holding onto a leg
1: <laughs> and his comb over is like flailing around and everything. That's great. That was a big one, huge. I'm not even gonna say malice at the Palace. That's too obvious. Okay, that was a little weird, right? Fans and players. Eric Davis. Remember how that fan squared up though. Who, rem- oh, who remembers Eric Davis on the Reds? That guy was a badass. Eric Davis was a G. You know who was also a boxer, though? New York Met, Ray Knight. Ray Knight and Eric Davis got in a, like, put your dukes up type of fight at third base on a rough slide.
0: That, to me, if you, if you find that old video today when you're just... It is a good one. Definitely worth looking up because there's certain clips you see over and over again, that's not one of them and it's a really good one. Ray Knight and Eric Davis was a great one because they they're both badasses. Eric Davis was intimidating though at that point in his career. Yeah, so the fact that like Ray Knight like, like Yeah, put up. Up. yeah Ray <laughs> Knight's like let's go. And punches were th- like actual punches were thrown and landed and that's what's rare about some of these baseball fights. And I'm the one guy that has the back of Pedro Martinez. When he threw down Don Zimmer, he didn't punch
1: oh, him. He just, did like a, he just did like a, you know, if a bull is coming at you, you're going to give him a little ole.
2: Now, Covino, you love boxing, right? We we all do. know that. And yeah. The, the Tim Anderson hands up looked like from the 1920s, right? He was like, hey. That's, that's what Rich is saying. He yeah, yeah. looked like
1: the uh, Notre Dame mascot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> he got I put mean, him in, up. A, sure. in a southpaw sort of <laughs> position, which was not to his benefit. So Jose Ramirez hit him with that haymaker right on the chin, too. Knocked him on his ass. So embarrassing. And it seemed like the umpire just took a step back and, like, let it happen. It's like in hockey. Great. It's in, you know, in hockey where they're like, yeah, let it happen. Well, you know why, too? Because it was like, there was, no one was um, sneaking anybody or taking advantage. It was just one on one. Let's go. And it was a fun watch. My favorite, Rich, before we go to Monsi, was 1998. I got one. You might, If it's the same one, I'm going to lose my mind. The 1998 Yankees. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. When oh. Armando Benitez, very famous clip. Oh, when he was at, on the Baltimore Orioles at the time. He's on the Orioles, and he threw at Tino Martinez. And Tino Martinez is one of the likable Yankees. No one hated Tino. He gets pegged in the back, plump. <laughs> in the back. And then out of nowhere, you see, well, you see Darryl Strawberry talking all the smack. Then you see... This this giant Ichabod Crane looking character coming out of left field. Graham Lloyd is just flailing his arms around and then he punches Benitez from behind. It's so wild because you never again, everyone comes out of the bullpen. Graham Lloyd went straight for Benitez and then the bench is cleared. Daryl Strawberry was throwing Haymakers. That was one of the better ones. Nineteen ninety eight Yankees now,
1: Orioles. You're always gonna remember the the fight for your hometown team. I'm sure I'm sure Danny and Ramos have some good Dodger memories. Like, oh, I remember when Steve Garvey punched whoever. I'm sure there's ones out here in LA. Well, you know what? It could bring a team closer because I, you know, you're having each other's back in that moment. I have a moment that has nothing to do with my team just to show how badass I think this was. I think this is number one on my list and it's because it's not even a fight. It was a guy who straight up humiliated someone else and no one did anything about it. No one did a
0: damn thing. Albert Bell's running from first uh, to second. Oh, that's yeah. right. Albert Bell was like Mike Tyson in a Cleveland uniform at the time. <laughs> he takes out Vigne.
2: He needed betterhelp.com. Well, f-
0: yeah, he did. Fernando Vigne. He, he was needed a tiny to- second baseman, too. He, for no
1: reason, other than being a big, beefed-up bully, Albert Bell took out Vina in the most humiliating way and I just feel like he there was not enough like repercussion of like yo this guy's a piece of what, what is he doing
0: no one was that, stepping Albert Bell at that time that clip I'm like is this real life yeah that is one of the worst clips to be associated with cuz Fernan- little fernando Vina, what was he going to do against Albert Bell in that situation
1: yeah, ramos think of any other situation oh uh, it's a dirty tag or i think you threw at me or i don't oh, even we think collided. you could say that's a fight like there was there was no like there was no Reason. See every other fight we we know of. What is a reason? Even if it's not good. Like yo, he he yo he slid in hard to me. Or oh, he hit me by a pitch. I think it was intentional. Poor Fernando Vigne did nothing wrong except try to apply a tag to Albert Bell, who took him out like he was
0: Ronnie Lott in nineteen eighty eight. I think we're making the case that even if you don't like baseball, baseball brawls are always exciting. And if you want to add to this, because clearly this was more exciting than the actual fights this weekend, hit us up at 877-99-ON-FOX. Monsi.
1: Balaños. What's going on, Monsi?
3: Monsi sounded like it was far away. I was like, where did that come from?
1: (laughs) I throw my voice.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Guys, so Hector Ramirez, who is an MLB insider, tweeted a quote from Jose Ramirez. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but in this quote from Jose Ramirez, he says that he has... Reached out to Tim Anderson to apologize and he hasn't received an answer. Ghost. 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 Dead. I don't blame
0: him. Like, what's Tim Anderson going to do? Accept it? Like,
3: I mean, he wants some
0: revenge in this case, I think. Right. Well,
3: he's the dummy. You squared off. What do you do? You're the dummy yeah. in this from beginning to end. And for you to ignore an apology, I you got no. You you should not ignore him. You know what this is, Monsi? Okay. I'm
0: gonna get you fired up for no. your concert tonight. This is bad
3: blood. It is bad blood. This I had done
0: play that. bad
3: <laughs> blood. It is. When, it is. When you
2: get that embarrassed, you're not gonna take an apology. You wanna settle things yes. on the field. Okay, I what is he day. gonna
3: do? He, the White Sox aren't even in the postseason. What wants, are we gonna he, do?
2: He wants a rematch. Yeah,
3: he's okay. gonna
0: he's gonna attack him. Something something will happen.
3: Tim Tim Anderson, you need to sit down. Yo, I got one more that
1: I thought of. That it wasn't a fight on the field, but it was pregame. Do you guys remember a couple years ago, Tommy Pham, who just got traded from the Mets to the Brewers, I believe, right? He was on the Reds at the time, mm-hmm. and he slapped Jock Peterson yeah. in the face oh, because right. of a fantasy football oh, yeah. dispute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, again, he went out to center field. Yeah. Jock Peterson was there, and Tommy Pham's like, "Yo, my man." Yeah.
3: (laughs) That was wild. That was wild. the fact that anybody even caught that on camera is even crazier. We do have one baseball game going on right now. The Padres are hosting the Dodgers and the Dodgers were down 5-0, but not anymore. Mookie Betts just hit a grand slam. That is right. And the Dodgers are now up. It's 8-5 bottom of the fifth inning. The NFL preseason is among us, fellas. And according to Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson, he expects quarterback Trevor Lawrence to play in the team's preseason opener against the Cowboys on Saturday. Texans head Head coach D'Amico Ryan says that rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud will start Thursday's preseason opener against the Patriots, but they will be doing it without their right tackle. Titus Howard, who is expected to miss four to six weeks after undergoing hand surgery today, it gives them a chance to return for Houston's September 10th regular season opener against the Ravens. Back to you guys.
0: I'm thinking of Bryce Harper getting into some brawls. Those are some action-packed ones. By the way, thank you, Monty. Oh, yeah. Always fun to hang out with Monty. We Monty, what
3: song? What song? Blood.
0: What song are you looking forward to the most?
3: Uh, I honestly like all of them, and but she's got my favorite album, which I went and got a shirt made. Once I bought the tickets and you know took out the loan, I went and got a shirt made, and I put my favorite album on a shirt, which is Red. So I'm looking forward to whatever she sings from Red.
0: Which Red? Ellie De La
2: Cruz. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris Sabo and his goggles oh. back in the day. Thank Sabo. you, Mom.
2: Yeah. I like the song Maroon. Oh, that's thing, a, good, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's Swift a good one when she's gangster.
3: Yeah, she is a little bit gangster in that, and that's a newer song. She's did, probably for sure. Yes. Sing by that the song. way,
1: did Taylor Swift win over every Los Angeles fan by giving Kobe's daughter her yeah, hat? Yeah,
3: yeah. I that mean, if, nice.
1: that, if that doesn't make you like want to shed well, one, she where, had
0: the Kobe seal of approval. Well, it, yeah.
1: If you remember, Kobe, rest in peace, at the Staples Center introduced Taylor Swift and they dropped the banner of Taylor having those sold out shows at Staples back in the day. So, you know, Kobe had the respect for Taylor and obviously mutual, but a very emotional moment where she gave her hat to Kobe's kid,
3: that hug—it just looked authentic. Oh, that man. you know what I'm saying? It didn't look like she was just doing this to show off or like to get likes. It was such a oh, nice sweet. moment. Imagine mm-hmm. if
0: Monsi gets the hat tonight. How cool? No, I'm gonna be. cry.
3: No, I'm I'm sitting with Jesus, guys. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not getting the hat. I'm <laughs> oh, sitting okay, you uh, Yeah, no, I'm not getting. I'm not getting anything.
0: I got you. Uh, <laughs> we got Danny G on the phones. The new dad, Danny G. Congratulate him at Danny G Radio, and hit us up at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, and of course. Ramos on the 1s and 2s. Spots on the videos at Cavino and Rich. And we're going to talk AFC West in a little bit, but first, every man needs an edge. We know that. We know oh, you need You know who's edge. got that edge? Jose Ramirez got that edge. Yeah, Tim
1: Anderson's trying to find chalk right now. You know what, Tim, <laughs> if you're listening, you got to get Yeah, some of that shit legit. That is you know, that is legit. Gotta get some chalk. The male vitality stack. Now we know testosterone levels are at an all-time low. Individual testosterone levels in men decline at least one percent or more every year of age. Thankfully, there's a new champion of natural
0: testosterone boosters. Chalk, C H O Q. We've been taking chalk. That male vitality stack is where it's at. People wonder how I keep up with Rich, because Rich is he's a he's a I'm a bit much. Yeah, he's a motor mouth. Chalks my uh, male vitality stack, clinically studied to boost testosterone 20% in 90 days. So reclaim your game with higher T and maximize energy and laser focus. Yeah, they got... Tons of different products for you to peruse and check out. So
1: head over to Chalk, C H O Q Chalk.com and, and you know, look through all the stuff for yourself and find what's right for you. 35% off. That's the deal. You use our code CR Show. You're gonna get 35% off any chalk subscription for life. So again, chalk.com, code CRSHOW, show, subscriptions cancel but any time. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L, dot .com, promo code show That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. show. what I was thinking about as the merchandise line for Taylor Swift. Apparently it's four hours wrapped around SoFi out here in Los Angeles. Thought about the ultimate dilemma for a Dad. Let we throw this at you, and then we'll take all your phone calls on fights. It's Kavino on Rich, live from the Tyrac.com studio here on Fox Sports Radio. As Monsi prepares for the Taylor Swift night of her life, if you're a dad and you have a daughter, Danny G's a dad, a brand new dad. Hey, Danny G!
2: Yes, sir. You Named him Koa Bryant.
0: That's such a cool name. Koa Bryant G. Man.
1: Now, if you got a daughter... And all she wants is to go see Taylor Swift. Ugh. Are you more inclined to spend a thousand bucks on a ticket for your daughter to see Taylor Swift or if your team made the Super Bowl or World Series? Like, is that where selflessness, is that where, like, I'm a dad, I care more about my kids than me? Like, let's say you said I budgeted a couple thousand dollars of concert game money. Mm-hmm. Do you think most dads would be like, man, I'm going Taylor Swift or a Bengals playoff game or the NBA Finals or my daughter
0: goes to Taylor. Do you think most dads would you be know, selfless? Some say I'm a self-centered son of a b, but <laughs> I, even I would put my kid ahead of me in that situation. All right, Yankees
1: Dodgers, let's say it. Let's say it happened to be Game, game Seven. Game Seven out here. Or your daughter goes to go uh, tail swoop through their friend.
0: That's
3: you know, what credit cards are for.
0: <laughs> your kids have one childhood I've lived my life. You just want to make it special and memorable for them. So that still takes precedent. I it really agree. does. You know, you just want to create moments, as you always say, Rich, and create those memories. Yeah. And you play a part in that and do something memorable for them. You're just hoping that it brings a smile to their face and they never forget it. I, th- I thought and about that. That outweighs, you know me cheering for Aaron Judge any oh, yeah. day of the week. Your daughter enjoying herself means more. I thought about that
1: because on a way lesser level, I signed my kid up for, she's playing fall t-ball, my daughter, and I volunteered to be one of the coaches because- You better teach her to keep her hands up. If kids are going- You want a little Jose Ramirez sneaking. Yeah, yeah, just, I, I don't, you know, Ramos feels me. I don't want someone teaching my kid bad fundamentals. I'll teach them the right fundamentals. I'll be, you know, happy coach dad. And I realized by doing that, I'm going to have to I, – I won't be able to play softball on Saturdays anymore. But you know what? My kid's are more important.
0: Absolutely. You make decisions. I don't think there's any questions. So we're talking about some of the best fights. Based on Tim Anderson and Jose Ramirez this weekend, Tim Anderson, man, really got embarrassed there. Do you think his teammates like are behind his back like, yo, he lost some cred? Easily, dude. And you know what? There's been some speculation about how he plays the game and how he interacts, even with his teammates – he says he feels like he's alone out there. He doesn't really bond with his teammates. He doesn't feel like-minded. Um, a lot of it's cultural differences. Well, but he about... separates himself from the team sometimes. So I don't even know how oh, much you really have his back if you're that type of guy. All right, well, let's go to Paul in Florida.
1: You're on with Kavino and Rich. What's up, Paul?
4: Hey, how you doing, fellas? What's uh, up? I didn't know it was uh, only to baseball, but the one I was coming up with was when Phil Jackson ate that punch when he was storming the court. And I I forget who hit him, but it was like one shot and boom, he was on the floor and everybody's like, what just happened?
1: Basketball gets snippy quick because there's, you know, it's a a game where everyone's on each other anyway. So, you know, rough foul, you can't really jump in and stop someone. People people are throwing elbows and, oh, it was a mistake. Oh, you want to talk basketball punches, Rudy Tomjanovich back in the day. Look that up. That's a good one. You know, a couple people hit us up. With the same example, they said, you can't talk, apparently you can't talk about baseball fights without talking about Kyle Farnsworth being a badass. Apparently there's multiple times where he was, you know, he gets those punches in. Uh, Phil in Alaska. What's up, Phil? What up, Phil?
4: Hey guys, what's up? That's funny because that's Kyle Farnsworth tackling Paul Wilson was the one I was going to talk to you about. Yeah, see? That's, Thank uh, you. That's exactly what I was, I mean, I'm a lifelong Cubs fan, but... Uh, the the other one, if you're if you're talking punching and boxing, the other one that immediately comes to mind for me is uh when the Cubs were facing the White Sox. I don't know what year it was, but uh Michael Barrett was the Cubs catcher and he landed one on AJ Prezinski Um pretty good.
0: I, I could totally picture that one. I remember Dave Winfield choking out a catcher too. I'm just trying to remember who that catcher was. <laughs> like but Homer I have Bart visual. Simpson, like, ah! <laughs> yeah, like I remember being a little kid, like, yo, man,
1: that's Dave Winfield. <laughs> you don't might want to mess kill him. that, dude. Uh, Chris and Philly, what's up? CNR.
0: What's
4: up? What's up, fellas? Hey. Yo, Kavino, when you're talking about those two guys in New York, that nobody broke it up, we always called it growing up. One scared to fight, and the other one doesn't know how to. Yeah. And that was great for that. But uh, so rest in peace, Mamba. But it's not so much the fight, but when Chris Childs two-piece Kobe, after the game they interviewed Shaq, and he's laying there all back smiling in his jumpsuit on, and they asked him about the fight, and he said something along the lines of, "Yo, Kobe ain't about that life. He grew up reading books. Chris Child grew up in the streets. Kobe didn't want none. But whatever it is, if you look it up, it's hilarious. Kobe took Shaq those punches, though. He took yeah. them.
0: He took him, and, you know, look, he got caught off guard. Look, speaking of Shaq, when Charles Barkley throws the ball at him and they went at it, that was funny too, memorable. But there's something, again, all these fights are great and they're all entertaining, but it's something different when the bench is clear in baseball. Yeah. Maybe because there's
1: potential I was, bats in I the always the wild, love the guys in the bullpen know. running out just for yeah. show. Like, yeah, we got your back!
0: And uh, I couldn't think of who it was before. But when Bryce Harper charged them out against Hunter Strickland, that was kind of fun, too.
1: Uh, one more quick one. Matt in Vermont. Make it quick, man. What's up? Hey, fellas. How you doing? What's up, man? Um, I just I just wanted to
4: point out that you guys need to watch more hockey. Because the Tim Anderson-Jose Ramirez fight, that's twice the game in the NHL. I know. No, I know. Right.
1: Hockey's badass. I, I got to get involved eventually. I don't know when that eventually will be but eventually. Uh and everyone else, Rob, Matt, Josh, all the guys on the phone, hang tight. We'll get to your feedback next. Plus, we're going to talk some AFC West. What quarterback is under the most pressure? We'll get
0: to that next right here on Cavino and Rich. And our game last one standing. So stick around. Maybe you'll win a CNR prize ball. Football. I came to I came to win today. Hang tight.